Chasing the Triple Crown. This is Howard Donette, CEO of Angolite Media. Today I have Max Donette, editor in chief of Angolite Media. Nice. <laughs> also, my other son, Nate Donette, in studio today, talking with me about Chasing the Triple Crown. I don't get a cool title, I got nothing. Uh, so Nate is a student, <laughs> and I'll take. What it. do you call that's what, fair. Intern, yeah, I guess. At uh, the, the company, the <laughs> company, yes, yeah. Nudesic. There you go. Anyhow, nice. and Ma- Max is also the the uh, producer of our podcast, and he has a. Another production that he works on. Yes, yes. Beers, Beards, and Bastards. There Actually, you go. Nate's on that one too. I am so, on that one. A it's little little plug. What's the what's the website? Uh, Beersbeardsbastards.com. Ah, go figure. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, n- nothing like this show, but still fun nonetheless. Yep. So this this week we'll be talking about um, our last week's podcast. <laughs> had had a little rant and rave about Orb. Nice. And uh, Orb ran in the, what is it called? Jockey I Gold, wrote, I, Gold I, Club. I, I wrote all over it. Jockey Club Gold Cup. That's it. And I, and, I, and I raved about Orb because he, he did do a great job. I mean, in the Fountain of Youth, the Florida Derby. I think he won like four races in a row. Yeah. And, that, and obviously the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Yeah, did he... Uh, I didn't even get a chance to check out that race, but did he he did well? I'm assuming that race the in which one last the, week? Yes. Uh, no, he kind of spit the bit. Okay. Uh, so I, so kinda, I, <laughs> that's what I think. That was that's where and I actually, think he was going. You know, Shug, Shug, preempted it. Shug McGahey said he did spit the bit. He spit the bit out of his mouth on the back on the back stretch. So he literally I, spit the bit. I, yeah. I almost cracked up because. If he's spitting the bit out of his mouth, it's kind of tough for the jockey to tell what's going on. Yeah. So he he broke kind of lethargically. He was held about fifth place, which is a good spot for him because he's not. He's a. He's last week we were right. talking about different running styles. Yes, yeah, he's a finisher. Pal- yeah, he he's a closer. Strong, it's yeah, good. He's closer. Um, Palace Malice, he's a stalker. Mm-hmm. Alpha, I mean, broke well and was on top. Cross traffic like walked out of the gate. So cross traffic is a horse that goes right to the top. I mean, busts out of the gate, gets right to the top. Yeah. He like walked out of the gate. Smelled and, the flowers and, and ate uh, some grass. Smelled the flowers, <laughs> ate some grass. And actually he was dead. Cross traffic is a front runner. He was dead last. So it was kind of weird. Nice. So cross traffic and orb were kind of lethargic out of the gate. Mm. Alpha Palace Malice was about second. Ron the Greek. About second. About second. Yeah. Second and um, Flat Out, who had won the Jockey Club Gold Cup twice in a row, like 2011-2012, um, was about fourth. So he was sitting pretty good. Anyhow, they all turned for home. Palace Malice hung on, and he's a beast, hung on for second. Mm-hmm. Flat Out. I don't know, kind of faded a little bit. Alpha spit the, I mean, he did the backstroke up up the stretch. So he he blew his cherry. <laughs> I think you combined terms there. <laughs> and uh, you broke pen. your sharpie, man. And uh, 
Ron the Greek actually came storming up on the inside, and he hadn't won in like three or four races, yeah. and beat all of the the like the best horses in the race. I was talking about I don't remember who it was last week, but I was like it'd be hilarious if one of the like bottom feeder not so great top four well, horses wins. he's not really i mean it, i i went through it i don't think i don't think it was ron the greek that was some other like, i went through all the winnings and stuff name. in our last podcast and he he has won about 1.7 million he was 21 to 1 so if you had ron damn. the greek hooray because you won a <laughs> damn ton of money but anyhow so so going back to the whole the rant part of this so i i read some stuff about orb afterwards he finished eighth out of eight horses. Good. Mm. Broke poorly, didn't run. And Shug said, didn't really know what happened. But he did say he spit his bit out on the back. That's true. And he might put him in, he, he put him at Belmont, and he maybe he'll put him in the Cigar Mile. I don't know where the Cigar Mile is run, but that's another race. I think it's this year. Um, mm. One of Orb's owners, his name is Stuart Janney Third. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> The third. Stuart Jenny the third. The third. Said he's done for the year, which I wouldn't mind because hmm. I really have lost my ass ever since the Kentucky nice. Derby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would stop betting him. I, I have a love affair with Orb, which is unhealthy and handicapping. Yeah, yeah it is unhealthy. So anyhow, that's my rant. I mean, I, I still like the horse, honestly, and if he ran tomorrow, I'd probably have to consider him because I always think that they'll go back to their old form and it's not necessarily true he yeah. might is he, he gonna he may be done is he gonna breed out are they gonna well yeah if he, he'll he's not gonna go to stud yet they're still like you know it's it's kind of weird with these horse, and it's so weird because after that like he lost that race he was he was like one of the favorites right yeah. people thought because he ran the i mean if if you look at him on paper and you watched him in the travers mm-hmm he ran really well. I mean, he was up in the top three in the Travers, which is a big race. It's the, you know, and you think, okay, he's coming back to form. I, I would think that he would improve off of that effort, and he didn't. Yeah. So enough, enough about enough about my rant. This orb. is love about affair orb. With orb. Yes, it's, it's unhealthy. That's so fair. anyhow, and, and last week there was another race that was ran, and I, and I did pick this one right, but I didn't tell anybody about it. Um, so I, I went and bet uh, at OTB, or I went to one of my favorite local watering holes. That nice. <laughs> First one's free. What are they called? <laughs> RTO. So, and it's kind of funny. You go in, I lay my papers on the bar, and people are like, hey, you looking at the horse races? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what you're doing? Eh, sometimes. <laughs> That's better than me. What do you got? <laughs> so, so the guy next to me. I just picked the numbers. What do you got? I said... <laughs> I said I like the one seven and nine, and I like the seven. And the seven happens to be, and it's the Joe Hirsch Turf Classic at Belmont. And the seven happens to be Little Mike. And Little Mike is a horse that I have another kind of affair going on with. But Little Mike, um, <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> you the make way it you sound so it. subversive. Yeah, you make it sound so like <laughs> promiscuous. Like I have an affair with Little Mike. It's, it kind of is, but it's unfortunate. Anyhow. But continue. Yes, you are my son, so it probably does. It's revolting, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it carries a different kind of connotation with it when yeah. it's your dad. So I, I won't use the word affair. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll say affinity. I have an affinity. There yes, you go. An affinity for these horses. So little Mike, That's I what saw you pay me the big bucks for speaking the words. <laughs> <laughs> I am an English neophyte, as they say. 
Um, Who's they? They. You. You. <laughs> the boys. The boy. Boy one. Boy two. Nice. Um, anyhow. Little Mike. Little Mike. Back to Little Mike. He ran, I want to say, two or three years, maybe two years ago at the Florida Derby, and he won the Appleton. I don't think I bet on him then, but I did like him in that race. And and I saw he that same year. No, it was last year. So that, that same year, he ran in the Arlington Million 2012. And, and a guy that I used to work with went to the race, and he actually won the Arlington Million. I was like, huh, little Mike. And I know this horse. I was like, I was thinking he's related to Mike Ditka. I've heard all these stories, but he isn't. I mean, he's a... Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka, Chicago. He's not, so it's a Chicago. Yeah, the, the Bears, but he's not. Is he named after? Um, I'm not Probably. sure where the, I mean, the name comes from. from it's Chicago, a It's a then. Dale Romans horse. And I, and I looked up, and I was looking at some horses because I'm thinking I might... Don't tell your mother. Buy a resource. <laughs> I'm calling mom right now. Hello, mother. She'll hear this. And uh, Dale Romans has started this uh, stable called Little Dreams um, Stables. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of cute. I like it. Yeah, and they have all these horses. And I think because of the success of Little Mike... All of them are called like Little Rocco, Little Tammy, it's just Little like Hip Hop Culture, Little Daddy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, actually, I was looking at Little Daddy. He's kind of cute, and he's got pretty good breeding. One horse, I think Little Tammy was bred by Big Brown, which I really I loved. Big Brown, Big, Big Brown, yeah. solid horse. So anyhow, going back to Little Mike. So Little Mike, Joe Hurst Turf Classic. He was in that. He was the seven horse. I boxed the one seven two, and it came in. Seven one, and he was seven to one, so it paid pretty well. Nice. And the two folks at the bar, they both bought me beers because they both won money too, because they bet exactly what I bet. Mm-hmm. So it was so you're a, kind a betting of a, consultant. Well, they they thought I was a genius, and I told them, really, don't don't listen to me ever, because right. only sometimes I was I was giving the disclosure up front, like, yeah. okay, I do know what I'm doing, but that really means that I don't know that what means I'm doing. Nothing. <laughs> it's betting. I, yeah, that's I, the point. <laughs> yeah. I have been fairly lucky lately, though. So anyhow, um, big rave. This is the rave part of the sec- the part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, to little Mike. So thanks, little Mike. Uh, congrats goes out to Dale Romans, and I think it was uh, Mike Smith riding him. Not sure about that though. Um, so another rave. So Jar Velasquez, one of my fra- favorite all time. Jockeys, Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jr. I mean, he was on. I believe he took over the mount from Julian Lepardu on Union Rags to win the Belmont. Julian Lepardu. Lepardu. Um, Jr. is a really good jock. The he guy. Is. I mean, he knows what so he's doing. He had his five thousandth, five thousandth career win. Damn. And he is now the all-time. Leading rider at Saratoga. Huh. Very nice. And yeah. he's approaching the all-time leading rider in North America. And guess who is the leading rider in North America? It's a name we all know and love, and he's retired. So I, you guys yeah, might, not, know who, might not know. But you probably will know the name. Did he recently become unretired? Uh, it's been a few years. Pat Day. So Pat Day is nope. the all-time um, leading North American jockey. And... 
JR is only a million bucks away. So so guess how much in millions these guys have won. Jeez. That's yeah. I'm just going to give you a guess. I mean I just guess. Cuz some of those races are multi million. So so 5000 races. So like Pat Day the, the the record is 200 Ninety-seven million nine hundred fourteen thousand eight hundred thirty-nine dollars. That is insane. <laughs> we could have just looked at the next. So it's a yeah, it's a yeah. it's a you know, so it's, it's right in front of you, Max. Yeah. Can you read? Damn it! <laughs> Look, it's on the briefcase, so man. It's, it's on the brief, dude. It's on the briefcase. Samsonite. So in true Jr. fashion, which that's a that's what I would consider a shit ton of cash. Yeah, oh, yes, that is definitely that would qualify as a shit ton. So he's he's probably fairly well off. I didn't realize he's it. Doing but okay. He, I mean, he's doing well. Yeah. But in true Jr. fashion, he said it's not a big deal. <laughs> he said um, it was easier for me to do it than those guys of days gone by because the races weren't as big. And he's probably correct there, but still, it's a huge achievement. Yeah, yeah, that's um, still you know, but something tells so, me like those the old timey races. There was just like some sort of like, if you don't win this one, they'll break your legs. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like the, there's some yeah. sort of back alley like yeah. CD wheeling and dealing. Mm-hmm. Like all of the not the, so much anymore. But it, yeah, yeah, all mean, of the old like Sea Biscuit stories of like horse abuse and jockey abuse and yeah, just like every. So Every kind of it probably levels out bookying and cutting <laughs> corners and, and the, the like. I'm sure there's mob like oh, would, affiliations yeah. and things. So it probably levels there, there out. Could, there could be, but there could be. I think it's a lot cleaner than it used to oh, be. Definitely. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And they all. I mean, it used to be they'd they'd ride like with their skull caps. The hats they used to wear would have cardboard in them. Yeah, but good. now they have um, actually like farben, uh, farben, <laughs> carbon fiber, <laughs> farben, <laughs> also known as farben. Farben. <laughs> we tried to shorten that up a little bit. But so JR will be riding this weekend and he's riding Wise Dan, who is a like super horse yeah. in the Shadwell Turf mile at Keeneland. So So he could I'll potentially be, bust the record with that or uh, he's he probably if he gets that, he'll probably get close. I think it's a hang on, let me shuffle. You guys yeah. chat amongst yourself. I'll tell you how much it's worth. I'm gonna guess like 1.2 million. I'll go 1.7. I mean, yeah, those are two I'm pretty sure. average numbers for like yeah. a bigger graded stakes race. Yeah. At least from what I've seen. Yeah, I don't really know how uh, much these guys how get. How far away? That's probably in the notes too. But well, so it trying is to find it here, and I'm struggling to find it. You're right. That's fine. It's for you. Hold on. Here it is. Five thousand races, seven hundred fifty thousand for the shed. Well, and it's actually a mile, and it's overbid. Yeah, it's on the mile. Person who bid a dollar gets it. He actually his his early. Oh God, the morning line on Wise Dan is two to five. Pays you like ten cents on the dollar. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. So by the time it goes up on the race, it'll be like. What is worse than two to five? But let's see his last his two last one. four races. Just just rattle this off. Last four races, he ran a he came in first by fourth four races ago, and he ran a one oh six buyer, which is strong. The race before that, he ran or the race after that, he ran a one oh three, and he won by two lengths. Then he ran a one oh seven buyer, and he won by one and a quarter length. And then he. Ran a 109 by this is like Jeez. super horse, and he won by three and a half 
lengths. I mean, it's like insane. I mean, so he's out of in his life, he's ran 25 times. He's won 18 times. Damn. For five million dollars. So I mean, so this so this horse got some good odds. Yeah. yeah, this horse is he's a solid, solid, and he's got J.R. Velasquez on him. So, so go I'm, figure. Yeah, I don't really know this the, uh, yeah. the trainer. I don't really know the trainer. When is that race going on? It's going off tomorrow at 5:30 Eastern time at Keeneland, race nine. Should put Shadwell some money Turf on that. Mile. So anyhow, mm-hmm. that's another another rave for Jr. And I kind of bent off on the whole Wise Dan thing tomorrow. So this podcast is called Chasing the Triple Crown, and I, I'm happy to say that this next race that we're going to talk about, the Champagne, Grade One Champagne, Champagne, Champagne. at Belmont. Belmont's had some really good races recently, and uh, it's running tomorrow. It's five hundred thousand. It's mm-hmm. a Grade One race. So we got some two-year-olds. These are all horses that potentially we'd be chasing for the Triple Crown. Yeah, very nice. So awesomeness. I'm, I'm glad to, and I kind of went through the race, and I looked at some of these horses, and this is a really good race. Very difficult to handicap because there's about four horses here that could win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have my favorites because I have my certain betting styles, but we'll talk about that a little bit more. Can't even say this first horse's name. Nate, you want to give it a shot? Casi Guapo. So, Casi Guapo. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I don't know if that's the name of the Casi horse. Guapo. Yeah, I think you're about yeah, as close Casi as you Guapo. can get. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough name. I mean, I mean let's, let's come up with a name that rolls off the tongue. That doesn't do it for me. Casi right? I don't know. Guapo, yeah. So, he is a Mario Morales trained horse. Don't really know who that is. Luis that would Sella, explain the, rain, the name. Luis well, Saliz is riding him, and he is actually the, the jockey. He's an up-and-comer. Says. Says? Is it Says or Says? I guess it is Says. Says. So he, he yeah. um, rode Will Take Charge yeah, with uh, D. Wayne. I'm not going to screw that up again because I screwed it up on the last podcast. Nice. D. Wayne Lucas. Um, he's an up-and-coming new jockey, and he's pretty damn good. And he's, he's riding that horse. Yeah. Win? Yeah, he, the, won the, he won the Travers with the big lumbering Will Take Charge. Yeah. So anyhow, he's on number one. Um, this horse looks okay to me. Uh, he won a twenty-seven thousand maiden special weight before the last time he ran, and the, and the hopeful it was sloppy, and he came in second by nine. Second to strong mandate. Um, the number two horse ride on Curlin, and he's he's a Curlin offspring, so his sire is Curlin. And Magical Ride by Stormcat is his dam. So, Ride on Curlin. Kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, See what they did there. <laughs> so, he ran in the Iroquois grade three, and he came in fourth with Calvin Borel, as we like to call him, but Calvin Burrell. Um, really good Louisiana. That was Louisiana. 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 He's kind of... Yeah. So, but he ran a sixty-five buyer out last time. But the race before that, he came in first by seven. But it was really a maiden special weight, 20, thirty grand. So yeah, he's he looks okay. Havana, the next horse, seven to two with uh, early morning odds with Ired Ortiz riding, and he's a Todd Pletcher horse. So this horse I watched in a video 
last night. And he won wire to wire, and he ran a 102 buyer, and it's his first race. I mean, he it was kind of impressive. The thing that impressed me the most is he had grit. It was a five-and-a-half furlong race. He was challenged by Kendall's boy, who also is running tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he he had grit. He held on. He didn't let the, the horse pass. And actually, he almost broke the track record by 164th of a second at Saratoga. It's <laughs> crazy. Damn, I mean, man. so that's so he was on top, and he almost broke the track record. So he's somebody to watch. He's going to be one of the favorites. The next one, Debt Ceiling. Liked him also. I watched him. He ran in a 75K race. He's actually probably had the most races of any horses in this race, so he's got some experience. Um, got to look at my notes here because... Oh, yeah. The one other thing about Havana, he's got... He's um, has Unbridled Song in his blood, a, the, a sire from Unbridled, and he's a really good yeah, sire. Is a- so Debt Ceiling... Ran five times, and actually he's won. So his lifetime record so far, not a lot of money, yeah. but he's ran five times, won four. Nice. Um, Junior Alvarado's riding him. John Robb is Junior. the trainer. Junior. Um, so this is the horse that I, I think I was pretty impressed with this horse, but I get impressed by horses that are big closers. <laughs> I get impressed very easily. <laughs> well, not easily, but I, I like a horses. A big closer is, I mean, that's kind of what I look for. I guess I get that from you whenever I handicap. So a horse that goes 20 lengths to win, and when I watched the race yesterday, this is a Shug horse. It's called Honor Code. He's the horse number five. He's got J.J. Castellano on him, but when he won, he had J.R. Velasquez on him, so that might yeah. have something to do with because J.R. has some magical sauce. Yeah. Is, it Castellano? It to- Is it Castellano or Cassiano? Uh, Castellano. Where's the name? He's Here. of Hispanic descent, correct? Mm-hmm. So he's it's probably Castellano. Cast- uh, eh, I, I think there's a rule with the E. I think there's a rule with the E that I don't remember. Well, these, yeah, well, these boys argue about the jockey's name. We're <laughs> moving on. Um, so he's a Shug horse. So Shug McGahey, the trainer of Orb. I like Shug. Um, is he a small, older gentleman he's from the sh- south? small, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually from Louisiana yeah, also. Yeah, I was going to say he's from Louisiana. Yeah, he's got that drawl going. Yeah. Um, yeah, sir. But this horse, Honor Code, sired AP Indy from Seattle Slough, a Triple Crown winner, and really love this, the dam. He's by, it's Serena's cat, but Stormcat, and I loved Stormcat, so I look at the breeding, too, and so Seattle Slough and Stormcat, how can you go wrong? I mean, they're right. yep. great, great bloodlines, and I watched him, I was, I, I pulsed this, or not pulsed, that I put it out on Twitter, I, I tweeted yesterday, and I tweeted the video, and it's it's amazing to watch it. He he broke from the gate. He's dead last. Muddy track. Muddy, muddy. Yeah, that was really real splashy coming down. Yeah, so you have to understand when you're in the back of the pack, when you're running with how many other horses were in this race? There was eight other horses in the race. Mm. There is chunks of shit flying through the air. And this the horses are getting splatted in the face. So, I mean, it shows me a couple of things. He's getting pelted by mud and crap 
and he wins going away. Yeah. I mean, so he exploded, and he went down inside, which horses don't ne- normally do. Normally, horses that are young horses, they go either go up the middle or on the outside. They take the outside route, but he cut down inside and blew by everybody in the strap. I mean, yeah. he wasn't even in the picture, and he blew by everybody impressive. in a few. It was it was a pretty impressive was, run. So, I mean, we'll see tomorrow. Great close, but. I was impressed. He just had this incredible burst of speed, and his chest looked like a mighty barrel, like Charles Atlas. I mean, I, a couple of times when he was running, it, he just had like a really barrel-chested, fully atlased out coming down the yeah. stretch. I mean, he was—you could see his muscles bulging. So he looks like he's in pretty good form. So it's a Shug horse, and that was his first race. I mean. So we'll see. It could, be, it could be a flash in the pan. Yeah, and he went seven Damn. lengths. So a lot of, like a lot of these other horses have been running. Well, I guess this first horse. I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name. Um, riding on Curlin's been running. He he's shortening up actually. Mile and sixteen. So that might be good for him. Havana ran five and a half furlongs last time out. Debt ceiling five and a half six furlongs. So Honor Code ran seven furlongs. And if you know anything about races. It's, Eight furlongs is a mile, so he's only stretching out a mile. And he was going away. Yeah. So that's another thing. When you're handicapping horses like this, if a horse is on the lead and he's going away, that's a good thing. If he's running in a longer race, so if he's mm-hmm. leading, going away, good. If he's leading, losing ground, not and so he's good. stretching out, not so good. So you have to look for patterns like that when you're handicapping. Mm-hmm. Also, n- another really good thing. If you look at his workout, so. The rule of thumb around workouts, and these are workouts done across the bottom here. If you run 12 seconds in a furlong, that's a really good workout. So he bulleted a workout, four furlong workout in 47, which is really strong. Yeah. For any horse, any any decent horse. So long on value, didn't really handicap him all that much. He doesn't look that great to me, but he's a Billy Mott horse. So... Long on value, came in sixth in the hopeful. He's dropped his buyers are 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 drop, and I looked at some of the commentary off to the side. His last ride, inside turn, empty. So it doesn't sound too good. To me. Yeah. Um, strong mandate. Now, strong mandate. Listen to his the last three comments on strong mandate. Now he's he's a derby. So all these horses are Kentucky Derby hopefuls if they stay healthy yeah. and they they could potentially be in the Kentucky Derby. They have this point system now leading up to the Derby. There's a bunch of Derby prep races, and the top leading money winners and this point system get into the Kentucky Derby. So these these are potential Kentucky Derby hopefuls. Yeah. So strong mandate. This is a D. Wayne Lucas horse. Um, he, he won the hopeful, which is a grade one state. I, I think he's going to be the fave tomorrow. He won by nine lengths in the slop. His race before that, he won by four lengths going away. And then the race before that, he came in fifth. So, but I like this last comment on him. He was three wide, geared down late. That means he put went into another gear late, late. to blow by everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I really I like this horse a lot. I like Honor Code a lot. And then we have a couple more. Grand arrival. I talked to Tommy Funukin today, my buddy in Florida. He likes this horse. He's been watching him. He's a Nick Zito horse. And Nick, no. Nick, Nicky Nick Zito. Zito. Yep, always hey, a how's favorite. How's it going? Always a favorite of mine. Can I have some spaghetti? So yes. anyhow, yeah, he's he's a simple guy. I like his. Yeah, he's, he's I, like like I like him. He's good. Zito. 
He's just he's like, good, a, I don't know. You just got to So run. the sire is Har- Harlan's Holiday, which is a good horse. I won money on him in the Derby long ago. And then Grindstone, another Derby winner. So that that's some good breeding. And uh, yeah. he's got a, a favorite jockey of mine, Rosie Napravnik is riding him. Rosie so, Napravnik. So Zito horse um, won for fun last time out in a seven furlong in the slop. It was an 80K maiden special weight, so... Probably much the class, yeah, so that's know, another good I horse. I might take that horse on that race. He's grand Arrival. So it's Grand Arrival. Yeah, and then the last one. one is Intense Holiday. It's another freaking pretz- Pletcher horse. The guy's all over the place. He's another sight- pretzel horse. Pretzel horse. <laughs> Pletcher horse. Harlan's Holiday in Unbridled Song. So good breeding. One for fun. But he was losing ground on a mile race. He was at the... Eighth pole, he was leading by sixth, and at the finish, he was leading by three. So he's losing ground, but he's maybe he ground. just, maybe he just, he just slowed up. up. Yeah. So anyhow, that's that. That's the uh, champagne. The champagne. Tracing the triple, chasing the triple ground, tracing, tracing, tracing the triple tracing. pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, nice. That's that race. So that's cool. So there's some other really good races um, tomorrow. Which will, this will be retroactive, so it'll be mm, two, two weeks from yeah. now. No, yeah. a week, right? We're a week out. We're a week out, yeah. So you'll be hearing this a week. we got to talk about that because we got to get these out sooner, I think. So I don't mm. know how we do that. Maybe we can just look at the next races coming up, too. Yeah, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure all that out. We're kind of playing it by ear here. Yep. yep. So anyhow. Podcast progress. Figuring yeah. that out as we go. <laughs> we'll figure it out. So the uh, Frisette grade one is also at Belmont tomorrow. And these are the girls. It's the 66, 66th running of that race. It's a grade one race. Phillies, they're two-year-olds. So some of these horses potentially could be in the could triple be in the derby. So you have Sweet Reason, Artemis, Agroterra. Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> Tea Time, Stop Charging Maria, Rio Antonia, Ria Antonia. Divided attention, receptia. Man, those are tough names. Yeah, and that's it for those for those horses. And I I, I, I didn't really handicap this race, so I was just gonna kind of. I remembered. I've give seen, it a glance. What was it about Maria? What's the stop chasing? St- stop charging Maria. Char- I feel that's, like that's, that's that's a Pletcher I've, horse. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen her come up before. Uh, she was in Saratoga recently, wasn't she? Castellano's on it. Castellano. That was the name we were or- arguing about earlier. She was in Saratoga recently. Wasn't Looks she? pretty good. Oh, the in the spin away, it's a grade one race. In the slop, she came in second by five. Mm-hmm. Before that, she had that's that's a perfect example of J.R. Velasquez, and she won by five. Yeah. yeah. So she's, she's a pretty horse. Yeah, stop charging Maria. So that's an interesting horse. She's a three to one, so she's probably going to be one of the favorites. Sweet Reason um, is a. Leah Germanti horse. <laughs> Train, I don't know how the hell that is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how you pronounce it, I guess. Sure. We'll Ran a um, 98 by, and she actually won the spin away, so she's probably going to be the fave. Um, yeah. Artemis is 6 to 1. Tea Time is 6 to 1. Rhea Antonio is 20 to 1, so a little, a little farther off. She'll win. Yeah. Um, divided attention. <laughs> With uh, Irad Ortiz Jr. is uh, is that eight. the? Yeah, that's the same. Never mind. 
What? No, I was going to say you, Irad was, he's running another horse that you were just. Yeah, I mean, these guys like hop around. Yeah, they jump around. So they don't just, they don't just ride one horse. These guys will ride every race. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got, they got the Monopoly. Yeah, so, you know, better jocks will be riding better horses, honestly. Yeah. So, um, so I, I like, I mean, Sweet Reason, I don't see why Sweet Reason shouldn't win this thing. Um, yeah. But you never know. These are two-year-olds, so I might go with... Who might I else go with here? Maria. Stop charging Maria. Mm, Even though she's kind of favorite right now. Uh, I kind of like... Um, oh, let's look at the breeding real quick. Gone West, Honor Grade, Seattle Slough, Stormcat. Huh. What's this race on? You know what? I like... Um, this is a Kira McLaughlin horse. I like the six divided attention, so I might do the old... Do the old, and I like the three tea time with uh, Luis. Luis Saz Saz That's a Michael Mance horse, and Michael Mance actually the trainer of. What's the name of the horse? Barbaro. Barbaro, oh, there you go. That's um, a few and actually, <laughs> the the breeding of tea time. Look, we have AP Indy, unbelievable. Um. So he's got AP Indy and Empire Maker, two oh, Empire outstanding Maker. horses. So I like Tea Time. I like Receptia and Sweet Reason for that race. And then at um, – how are we doing on time, Maxie? Just over half an hour. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to rattle through a couple other races and we can wrap up. I got okay. a few, like, uh, crazy betting tips that I'm going to leave you with also. Mm-hmm. Good. We can talk about. So, a few other races. Uh, let's go with the Shadwell Turf. My, this is a grade one turf. This is the one that um, Wise Dan is in. I, I I don't see any reason why Wise Dan shouldn't win this. But yeah. there's a horse that you might be interested in, Max. Silver Max. It's a Dale Romans horse. And I'll probably bet on Silver Max because Dale is a good I like Dale Romans and I might buy a yep. horse from him. <laughs> so, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Remember, don't tell mom. <laughs> Uh, let's see. And actually, he won last time out, and he's looking pretty good. So he he could be in contention. He went ran a grade two, grade threes. So he's got some class to him. Wise Dan is definitely the class because he's won the most. The Silver Max horse is one one point two million. Wise Dan is one five million. Good lord, he'll be second favorite probably. Yeah. Yep. Although there's some others here that look pretty good. Also, nothing's catching my attention though yeah hmm. I'm gonna put money on wise uh, Dan. handsome handsome Mike that's a Doug O'Neill horse and he spit the bit last time out but you never know with these guys it's got Mario Gutierrez on him so Mario 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 so that's the Shadwell Turf Mile this is now Keeneland that goes off at 5.30 Eastern Time the 8 is the Dixiana Breeders Futurity it's a grade 1 $400,000 race to Milan 16th haven't really these are what are these 2 year olds so these are girls Kendall's Boy so Kendall's Boy ran 2nd to Havana Yes. 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 And actually, the last race out, he, she, sorry. Yes, these are girls, man. She won. And she's got Garrett Gomez on her, but Rosie Naprovnik is off of her. Mm-hmm. So Rosie used to ride her. Now Garrett is riding no her. But Rosie is in 
Belmont. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kendall's boy, I like Kendall's boy, catching my eye there. Yeah, that's fair. And the Keeneland Eighth, the Dixiana, Breeders Futurity. God, there's a ton of horses in this. Yeah, fourteen. Are you kidding me? There's two more on the other page. Jesus. Sixteen horses. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, tons of horses. Some of them will probably be scratched, but this is a big race. Go straight to the glue factory. (laughs) Um, that's not nice, Nate. (laughs) Uh, trying to to gain fans not gain (laughs) PETA there's some angry people out there to be careful Metal Count Dale Roman's horse like that horse also it's a pretty badass name Metal Count let's go with the first lady good name but not for a band yeah (laughs) that's fair we're Metal Count the first lady so this is a grade one 400,000 fillies and mares three year olds and up so these are a little bit older I'm trying to see if I know any horse in here do I know any of these Mm, don't really know any of these got a lot of histories though I can see that so Nate why don't you pick one there I don't really know that's fair and this is a sixth oh here we go so the sixth race is the and I this is the Thoroughbred Cup of America. It's a great great two race. And one of my all time favorite horses in this race, and it's Groupie Doll. So Groupie Doll, I've had her mm-hmm. on my Twitter page and I've got a bunch of photos of her and she's a really strong horse. And I think I, I sorted through a few of those photos. I don't know what's going on with her. She's running on a grade two, so I don't know if they're winding her down or if she's just getting maybe back in form. Because yeah. she's I think she's gonna run in the she's gonna be in the the Breeders' Cup. And she won the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint last year, which is a huge race. Um, and that's a grade one race. So she's ran, and she ran in the Cigar Mile. Did she win the Cigar Mile? No, she lost to Stay Thirsty, but that that's a boy, so she ran against a boy in that. Stay Thirsty, my friends. And Stay Thirsty ran in the Florida Derby. I remember Stay Thirsty. Pretty good horse. It's a Pletcher horse, of course. Of course. A pretzel horse. <laughs> Pletcher. So Pletcher's just on fire. So is Chad Brown these days. So anyhow, I like Groupie Doll in that race. I'll pick another, maybe Gypsy Robin. With uh, Garrett Gomez. So the ninth, eighth, seventh, and sixth at Keeneland are some pretty good races for October 5th. 5th. Yep. So winding down here, winding down. So crazy betting tips. I've been doing some betting tips every week, and th- these are more of the um, kind of unstable, fun kinds of bets when you're. Yeah, trying to drunk at the track, drunk at the track kind of betting. I'll hop in real so, quick and just say that um, Dad's having Howard is having Nate handicap a race as part of the the handicapping segment too. So Nate's going to handicap and we'll we'll review it and then we'll see see what we can mock him about. Right. <laughs> so what. We're fairly sarcastic, would you say, as a family? Fairly? Sometimes. I don't think so. Fairly? I think we fairly? are straight and delivering. Deliberate? Deliberate? Yeah, what deliberate. The hell is that? I was going to say we straight <laughs> deliver. I don't even know what I was going to say. It's fine. Yes. Fill sarcastic. In. Yes, <laughs> sarcastic. Okay. Shut up. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your wacky handicapping tips. This Howard. <laughs> this is Howard. Crazy betting tips. So one of the things that I do like to do, it's a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. is called a show pool. 
So everybody know what a show pool is? So a show is the third horse, and you try to pick the third show horse. Show is a program provided by show. a producer. Yes, it also is a bet. Program. So win, play, show, show bet. So you bet, you throw, everybody kicks in the same amount of money. So like, say, five bucks or ten bucks or two bucks, whatever you're fancy. Right. So if you have four or five people, so you go to the, and you give the ticket to one person, and they start. And they bet on a horse they think, and they don't have to tell anybody what they're betting, so they bet a horse they think is going to win. And if it wins, they hand the ticket off to somebody else. And if it doesn't win, you all have to kick in again and give the person grief because they lost a show bet. Nice. So it's kind of an abusive, fun little little game that you do. And when you get you get it up to 100 bucks or 200 bucks, the pressure is on because you don't, don't want to screw because you can't break the train. Yeah. And I've won. We've won a couple with my buddies. We've won a couple, and you get to pay for all your drinks and all your booze and all your food, and it's kind of fun. It's a fun, fun way to go, but nice. it can get a little bit pricey if you don't do it right or if you're having a really crappy day and you got to kick into the show bet. So it's one of those yeah. things. Try it sometime. Try it. Try it and uh, tweet us about it. <laughs> yeah, tweet, tweet, tweet. Um, anyhow, nice. another another crazy crazy betting thing. I, I do a lot. Like when I'm with my buddies, I will. Tommy especially, they say, "Give me fifty bucks." I'm like, "What am I giving you fifty bucks for?" We're gonna play the pick six, which I I I don't really like because you got to pick six horses to win. And you can play like more than one horse, so you might have three or four horses in a race. Yeah, but you got to pick the top six horses, and I mean they, they can pay pretty big, but it's it's extremely challenging. Yeah, like you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than than winning this thing. <laughs> yeah, so. but you've won a few, so I don't think I've ever won. No, I've never won the pick uh-huh. six. I may have won one or two pick fours but for I don't like remember a hundred bucks, and I can't remember because I did the mind eraser. Nice. But anyhow, that's another, I mean, and we'll do, you know, stuff like that. Or and another thing, a story. I'll finish off with a story. Okay. At Close Saratoga, when I was poor, this was Poe? Maybe last year. No, it was probably <laughs> 20, 20, <laughs> back when you were going to say two years ago. 20 years ago. Um, didn't really have a lot of money. And uh, we're at the track, and my buddy Tommy and I, and I always talk about Tommy, and hopefully I'm going to – yeah, he gonna, should be. He should fill he's in. Gonna his, be, the, uh, he's going to be second. a host. Yes, he'll be a host or like a co-host with me soon. I'm trying to coax him into it, but yeah. pretty sharp betting dude. Yeah, um, he knows what he's doing. So, any anywho, we're at the track and we had brought a, I think it was a case of beer. Nice. And we had pretty much drank the case of beer. We started at about. I don't want to say that I drink a lot, but we started at probably eight in the morning. Six in the morning. No, about eight. We started popping it's like beers. Tailgating rules. Yeah. yeah so, he, so it was maybe four in the afternoon, and I think we mixed in a few cocktails, yeah. shots, maybe. Okay. To be truthful, I think I ended up the night doing cannonballs in some pool with some police people in Saratoga, someplace I don't remember really. Police people, <laughs> nice. Police folk. <laughs> Were they mounted police? <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, he comes up to me and says, let's box the shit out of these four outside. It was a turf race. Let's box the shit out of the four outside horses. I'm like, all right, how much is it going to cost me? So to box four house horses, horses, it's 24 bucks. I lied. It's a $24 bet. So we bet 48 bucks. Fair. So 
we're standing in the back. I think we watched it on TVs because we couldn't make it out to the front because we were too little, intoxicated little, to walk. A little stumbly. <laughs> um, it won, and it paid uh, $890 on a nice. $48 bet. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of a fun. That, Not a bad return. The, the festivities continued after that, which we right. really didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, that was a lot of money to us. Yeah, eight hundred bucks on and, a forty-eight dollar bet. Yeah, so it was. So what happened though? Since ergo. then, ergo, ergo, <laughs> since then, we always box the four outside horses <laughs> because and lose miserably every time. <laughs> no, actually, um, we have caught probably five or six over yes, the course of well you, you got to remember I, I go to the track every a, year a for little the past year. 25 years <laughs> a little, a little bit. so we probably caught in four or five of them which is pretty good and yes. some a couple of them never never have paid as big as the 890 but we, like i think two last year we hit a 540 dollar one that's which is bad. that's, that's bad. good yeah it's respectable that's yeah. good you know good never, return never goes back to the uh 890 dollar mark yeah. but i'll never forget that as long as i live in I won't forget it because we still do the bet. So right. you know, and it's recorded you never, on. You never. You so never, if you do forget, we'll just play it back to you. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen at the track. That's kind of the thing. You you come up with these traditions that you do every year, and we have a few that we do. And I go to the Florida Derby every year. That's one of my big races. That's a blast. That and uh, it's like Christmas in March. So anyhow, March. Yeah. I think. Uh, that's a wrap. So no, you can. We got to review Nate's handicap. Oh, oh that's right. And, how how much what are, what are we on time here? Are we uh, we way over or what's the deal? Just at forty five minutes. I didn't really handicap anything. I just just uh, tell me who you like. You like a name or a pink like a pink silk or something or what's going on? Yeah, pink silk. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no, I like Low uh, below. <laughs> I like better lucky. Julian Lepardu. Julian, you know Julian. I like Julian. He's a solid jock. It was um, between him and. Uh, I think Velasquez J R. So, let me see. That's a four to oneer. I got a, I got a Claude McGahey, which is Shug with Garrett Gomez on Hungry Island. Claude McGahey. But uh, so better lucky, better lucky, better lucky. His lifetime. He's ran He's twelve ran. times. He's pretty he, good. Did you notice that? He's ran twelve times. He's won four. Did you see this? Yeah. So he's been in the money. Yeah, he ten, has. ten, ten times out of twelve. That's pretty good, actually. That's that's that's, that's good. Where that's where I was looking. Uh, Thomas Albertrani. I've heard of Thomas before, but I've never really. He's not one of the biggies in my book, but that doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, and I do like Julian. Uh, I've had my times with Julian. He was riding Union Union rags, and he had a horrible ride in the Florida Derby, and I didn't like him. Spat with Julian, but. But I mean, it happens, right? I mean, and then I saw him with successful Dan, and I totally flipped my opinion of him. Uh, day at the spa, we have a Chad Brown horse, Chad Brown Alert. Um, he's nine to five. He's probably going to be the fave. Do you see this? Yeah, yeah. So he's and he's got Jr. And yeah, that's it. it was between Jr. and Julian Pardue. Jr. and Chad. Chad's been really super hot. So I would say day at the spa. I, I kind of like the horse you pick, Nate. Yeah. So uh, uh, I try. Let me look here. Not bad. Not pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad. So he could win. So we'll we'll just note that and see how he does. So yeah, anyhow, we'll see how I do. I think that will be a wrap. Good job, Nate, and thanks for joining. Of course, chasing the triple crown. Um, That's a wrap. So see us on www. 
www.angolitemedia.com and at Twitter at Angolite Media. We're also on Facebook. Also on Facebook. And uh, you can find our podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, I'll probably try and set something up so you can get us on iTunes and Stitcher and all the... Uh, yes, we need to do that. The mobile the device. Yeah, the, the mediums. It's yes. just another step that takes some time. But we'll get it done. That's get it done. We'll be. Get it on there. This is Howard Denette Max and Nate signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye.